Hey guys, welcome to another Amen Rob podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a very disturbing news story that actually just I just saw today this morning, and I'm covering it now. Um, and this is about um, a Florida doctor who's a urologist who has found signs of infertility and prostate cancer in men who received the COVID-19 vaccine. So hold on one second. This this website's ads are like disturbing the content. So, okay. Let me see, I might have to go to a different website. But what's interesting is I, I knew that this, this article was out here and I tried to find it on Google earlier and I couldn't find any information on Google, but I started to use Bing. So everybody listening to this podcast, make sure you use Bing instead of Google because Google is purposely suppressing this kind of information. So I'm gonna read the article to you and then we're gonna break it down in more detail together. So it says, Florida doctor finds signs of infertility and prostate cancer in men who receive a COVID-19 vaccine. A urologist in Palm Beach County, Florida says that COVID-19 vaccines are causing an alarming rise in infertility and prostate cancer in vaccinated men. Dr. Diego Rubinoquist spoke with CBS 12 and said that he is concerned about his male patients, as many of them have falsely elevated prostate-specific antigen levels after receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Dr. Rubinoquist said, I have seen patients' PSA to be falsely elevated for at least six weeks after getting the vaccines. I was seeing patients who were coming in with a history of having a stable PSA and all of a sudden the PSA has risen. The doctor then said that after a few weeks, the PSA levels appear to return to normal. And he is recommending that men delay their PSA test after receiving their COVID-19 jab. For example, a reporter showed that one anonymous patient's PSA levels remained stable at 0.4, then suddenly jumped to 3.4 after getting vaccinated. The levels then dropped to 1.5 a few weeks later, but that's still more than double the original number. The chart below shows the drastic change of the patient's PSA values. High PSA levels are common in men who are suffering from prostate cancer or are infertile. The anonymous patient went from having PSA levels of a healthy man in their 20s or 30s to having the same PSA levels of a 60 to 70 year old man. Dr. Rubinuquist told reporters that people should still get the COVID-19 vaccines as they are entirely safe, but they should just be aware of potential side effects. High PSA levels are often associated with men who are suffering from prostate cancer or infertility. A recent study from the European Association of Urology shows that infertile men have higher PSA values than fertile individuals. Almost one out of three primary infertile men younger than 40 has a first total PSA value greater than one nanograms per milliliter. A study published in the New England Journal of Medicine found that the rate in the rise of PSA levels, PSA velocity, 
can indicate the, the development of prostate cancer, suggesting that a patient is more likely to die from prostate cancer. Researchers found that annual PSA velocity of more than 2.0 nanograms per milliliters was associated with significantly increased risk of death from prostate cancer. CBS News did a follow-up on this story shortly after encouraging people to get the vaccine, promising that the vaccine is completely safe and that side effects are extremely rare. We need to be asking why people are being encouraged to take an experimental vaccine that causes a rise in the PSA levels in men, the same antigen spikes linked with prostate cancer and infertility. Will the PSA levels of vaccinated men ever return to normal? What are the long-term health risks associated with this sudden spike? So let's talk about this. Um, so, you know, this is very disturbing because um, like we said, you know, the normal measurement for a man that's fertile, that's in his 20s, that's in his 30s is 0.4. And some of these people have gone up into beyond what we would call an aggressive cancer signal uh, or an aggressive cancer death risk. It's way beyond that at this point, And the velocity is uncontrollable. And for your PSA levels to go up that high and to remain that high for over six weeks can definitely lead to cancer and definitely death. So, you know, we have to really take a look here and see and thank this Florida doctor who actually came out and spoke about this because he, he definitely let us know that, you know, look guys, I'm a urologist. My, my job is to monitor the health of men. And now we are seeing you know, undoubtedly that we are officially beyond the point of return for a lot of people. Some people are going to develop infertility as men. And that is one of the most devastating things that a woman or a man can go through is to hear that they're infertile. And also, never mind, not just being infertile, not being able to have kids, but also always having an increased risk for prostate cancer. And the thing about this is that we know from the news reporter in Atlanta that she developed brain tumors within two weeks of getting her vaccine. So <clears throat> what causes cancer, right? Well, cancer, especially when we're talking about tumors and um, growth, is caused by DNA damage. When your DNA gets damaged, then cancer can rapidly develop because it's mutating. And we're seeing that happen with the, the news report in Atlanta who had to have brain surgery not even two weeks after getting her COVID-19 vaccine. So we know that because we are using um, DNA adenovirus technology to deliver this spike protein, as well as RNA to code for the spike protein so that the body can produce antibodies in every cell, over 100 billion spike proteins get created. So. We know just if you're changing DNA, if you're messing with the RNA, RNA in the blood is a dangerous signal, okay? It is not supposed to be there. That is why they put it in hydrogel um, so that our immune system would immediately disintegrate. But they have completely bypassed the innate immune system. They have completely reprogrammed the cells, our mononuclear blood cells and our first line defense, our interleukin pathways, they have completely bypassed that to deliver these spike protein codes and it is causing 
immediate signs of extreme levels of cancer development, and it is not taking a lot of time. And this is very serious, you know. And again, we're we're going to do a whole nother podcast about the women and the, the fertility issues and the breast cancer and the, the things like that. That's going to be an entirely separate podcast. But I, what I want to show you next is what's happening when women go get their mammograms after they've gotten this vaccine. So that's going to be very interesting. And then, you know, I will, I will sum everything together and, and basically show you exactly what's happening um, with this situation. So let's look at this. So here's an article. Doctors fear COVID-19 vaccines are messing with mammograms. So let's read this. So after more than a year of anxious waiting, women newly vaccinated against COVID-19 are flocking back to mammography clinics to catch up on routine tests that were delayed by the pandemic. In some cases, they met with a more pandemic surprise, a false red flag for breast cancer. Like a sore arm or slight fever, lymph nodes enlarged by the immune system response to a COVID-19 vaccine are always a sign that the shot is doing its job. But to the medical specialists who scour mammograms for signs of malignancy, the unexplained appearance of swollen lymph nodes has typically sparked concern and a recommendation that the patient be called back for further testing. The result has been new uncertainties for women and the doctors who care for them. If it's a false alarm, women certainly don't need to worry inducing call reporting and abnormal reading on their mammogram and feel welcome the additional tests that tend to follow. And, but as much as doctors wish to spare their patients unnecessary angst, they also want to avoid missing a signal that could be important. The radiologists who scour mammograms for signs of cancer are not easily rattled. They examine thousands of breast images each week and make lots of judgment calls. It's not very often they are downright flummoxed. On a typical pre-pandemic day, Dr. Hannah Milch at the UCLA Medical Center might have seen one screening mammogram, mammogram ambiguous enough to recommend further testing. And those cases rarely involve swollen lymph nodes in a woman without a notable risk for breast cancer. In fact, radiologists say those auxiliary lymph nodes are usually elusive. Studies have shown that no more than 0.04% of mammograms reveal enlarged lymph nodes in women with no other sign of illness or malignancy. Tucked into the armpit, they are more likely to recede from a mammogram image than the photobombing. But after COVID-19 vaccines began to roll out and healthcare workers and older women the ones at the greatest risk of breast cancer began to pour in for mammograms, Milch started recommending callbacks five to seven times per day. In most cases, they were for adenopathy, lymph nodes that seemed unusually enlarged. Mish's colleagues reading mammograms across the country were seeing the same thing. I thought, what is going on here? She said, it's definitely stimulated conversation. An unheralded piece of human anatomy, the body's lymphatic system plays a key role and collecting and removing cellular debris from the body. Like rubbish bins set out to set out along well-traveled corridors, the lymph nodes will bulge noticeably if some unusual process is generating more trash than usual. 
when the body is fighting an infection or thinks it is after a dose of a vaccine, the immune system dispatches an army of cells and proteins to mount a defense, leaving a lot of detritus in its wake. Cancer too mobilizes a lot of cellular machinery. It uses the lymphatic system to travel to distant sites and leaves behind a telltale mess. Close to both the breast and whichever arm gets a jab of the vaccine, the 10 to 20 lymph nodes inside each armpit can act as a sentinel when radiologists see signs that they are swollen. But whether a node is enlarged due to infection, vaccine, trauma, or cancer is not always clear. To gain clarity on that life or death question, a woman is usually called back for an ultrasound or a biopsy in which tissue is removed from the breast for further testing. Getting that call strikes fear in the heart of the woman who gets it, said Dr. Philip M. Bretsky. It's like getting an abnormal pap smear. You hear it and then everything goes blank. And large lymph nodes were showing up in scans of other parts of the body too, Lehman said. Doctors and radiology practices everywhere were finding the swollen nodes in imaging studies of the heads, necks, and pelvises of recently vaccinated people. By late February, articles in specialty journals began to detail what radiologists were seeing. And by mid-spring, expert panels have been convened by the Radiological Society of North America and the Society of Breast Imaging. One message is clear. If a woman has felt a lump in her breast or has experienced soreness in or around her breast or discharge from her nipple, she should get her symptoms assessed right away. So, once again, um, we have two things happening. We have infertility happening, and we also have swollen lymph nodes happening. So not only do we have uh, increased signs of prostate cancer, increased signs of fertility, we also have the same exact thing going on with women, and it's, it's uh, become very disturbing and very apparent to radiologists over the past few years. What's happening with these COVID-19 vaccines? Why? are the lymph nodes swollen, not just in the neck, the armpit, but in the pelvis, the breast, the chest. So there's women out here right now that are feeling lumps on their breasts and discharge from their nipple after they have gotten this vaccine. This is very disturbing to say the least. And this is on top of, you know, the, the heart attacks that young people are having after getting this vaccine. So, um, you know, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been supporting this podcast. Um, we're going to continue to report on this. We're going to continue to document this. And we're going to continue to try to warn as many people as possible, please do not get this vaccine because it's not a vaccine. It is a gene therapy. And anytime you try to alter your DNA, if you mess up one letter, one signal inside that DNA, it will mutate and it can definitely cause rare forms of cancer. And that is exactly what we are seeing. Because you cannot say, oh, well, okay, well, yeah, their lymph nodes are swollen, but that's what we expect. Because that is not what they expect when a person has an infection or they have cancer. Um, yes, but this, again, the whole point of this vaccine is to say, we're not giving you a spike. We're not giving you the actual virus. We're giving you a, we're just giving you the spike protein. We're not giving you the virus. 
So you're not being infected with COVID, you're just getting a cold that is supposed to generate a response, an antibody response, and then you're immune. But this is not gonna be acceptable for women to have you know, lumps in their breasts and lumps under their armpits. They even said, you know, it's very rare for them to even notice a lymph node in the armpit because it's hidden. And not even 1% of mammograms look abnormal to the point where they would have to do further testing. So they're saying there's five to seven calls a day, abnormal testing, abnormal breast lymph nodes, abnormal lymph nodes under the armpit, as well as lymph nodes swelling in the pelvic region and also discharge from the nipples. So with that being said, this is on top of what's happening with men and our prostates and our infertility, as well as what's happening with the heart attacks, the myocarditis and the pericarditis in the young people. So never mind the blood clots, never mind the prostate cancer, never mind the breast cancer, um, never mind the, the heart attack, you know, never mind the heart inflammation, you know what I mean? Um, it's just ridiculous. You know, they're going to continue to try to push this vaccine. They're going to continue to try to safe and effective. But that's our job. That's my job is to make sure that I'm documenting it, that I'm speaking up, and that I'm playing my part and doing what I can do on my podcast. So with that being said, uh, thank you guys for tuning into this podcast. Make sure you share this podcast with somebody else who may be able to save a life. And I will see you guys in the next podcast. Peace.